Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Welcome to the Mansion on the Hill. This is the home of Terry's Serious Moments. Stories of oddness, of weirdness of nature gone strange. This is season four. We thank you for coming along for the ride. Hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. I am Terry from Texas and welcome you to the show. Just sit back and relax. You may hear something you didn't know or something you did know and just didn't think about. What do you think about when you think of dreams or dreaming? Do you dream much? Do you dream in color? Do you dream in black and white? Are your dreams prophetic? Are they just weird? Interesting ideas all. I read that dreams are stories and images that our minds create while we sleep. Well, that makes sense. There are many movies. They can be entertaining, fun, romantic, sometimes very romantic, disturbing, frightening, and sometimes bizarre. They're an enduring source of mystery for scientists and psychological doctors. Why do dreams occur? What causes them? Can we control dreams? And what do they mean? You know, I don't, I don't really dream much that I know of. I have some memorable dreams, but I have a lot of times when I'm sure I dream, but I wake up with no knowledge of it. I do dream at times, and many times I dream in a deja vu-ish manner, which really gets weird when I mentally click at the moment when the dreamt-of sequence starts forming. I can sometimes see in advance what's about to be said or done, and it turns into an all-around freaky moment, I can assure you. I used to do that in school all the time. I would stop people and say, wait a minute, you're going to say, and they would, how'd you know that? Well, I dreamed about it. I've had dreams that segue into reality upon waking, and I find that those dreams do not have much to do with the reality of the moment. I've had conversations that move from the dream state to wakefulness and make those who are around me think I've gone bonkers. In so many of those types of dreams, I lose the subject when I become fully awake. I have a few recurring dreams, like the one where 
I'm driving a motorcycle down an alley that turns into a loading dock with no way to avoid the dock. I can't stop and all I can think of is, this is gonna hurt. Go figure. A few fast facts about dreaming. We may not remember dreaming, but everyone is thought to dream between three and six times per night. It is thought that each dream lasts between five and 20 minutes. Around 95% of dreams are forgotten by the time a person gets out of bed. It's said that dreaming can help you learn and develop long-term memories. That's kind of scary. Blind people dream more with other sensory components compared with sighted people. There are several theories about why we dream. Are dreams merely a part of the sleep cycle? Or do they serve some other purpose? Possible explanations include representing unconscious desires and wishes, interpreting random signals from the brain and body during sleep, consolidating and processing information gathered during the day, working as a form of psychotherapy. Yeah, that I can see. But the rest of it just seems like adding work while you're trying to sleep. From evidence and new research methodologies, researchers have speculated that dreaming serves the following functions. Offline memory reprocessing in which the brain consolidates learning and memory tasks and supports and records waking consciousness. Now see, that just sounds like more work. Sounds like even though your body is going in sleep, your brain is going that's just too painful to think about. Could be helping develop cognitive capabilities. Alright. Could be reflecting unconscious mental function in a psychoanalytic way. Like I said, the brain's going... A unique state of consciousness that incorporates experience of the present, processing of the past, and preparation of the future. Well, that's a little combination of everything that's been said previously. It could be a psychological space where overwhelming, contradictory, or highly complex notions can be brought together by the dreaming ego, notions that would be unsettling while awake, serving the need for psychological balance and equilibrium, sorting out what bothers you, I guess. Much that remains unknown about dreams. They're by nature difficult to study in a laboratory, but technology and new research techniques may help improve our understanding of dreams. It is said that there are five phases in a sleep cycle. Stage one is when you've just drifted off. Your body is still awake, but mind is starting to go to sleep. You have slow eye movement. You have reduced muscle activity. It's like your mind is trying to tell your body, it's time for rest now. Lock it down. That's about 4 to 5% of normal sleep. Stage two eye movement stops and brain waves become slower with occasional bursts of rapid waves called sleep spindles. This stage forms 45 to 55% of total sleep. 
Stage 3. Extremely slow brain waves called delta waves begin to appear, interspersed with smaller, faster waves. This accounts for 4-6% of sleep. Stage 4. Now listen carefully on this one. The brain produces delta waves almost exclusively. You are zonked out. It is difficult to wake someone during stages 3 and 4, which together are called deep sleep. There is no eye movement or muscle activity. And I'm assuming this is when sleep paralysis comes in. Because your body, your mind has told your body not to react to what it sees in the mind. Because you can hurt yourself if you have a fight or flight response in a dream. And you jump out of bed, you can run into a wall, into a piece of furniture, fall downstairs... So the body needs to be disconnected, if you will, during this type of sleep. When people are awakened from a deep sleep, they don't always immediately understand where they're at, what's going on. And this forms 12 to 15% of total sleep. Stage five, this is REM sleep. This is rapid eye movement sleep. Breathing becomes more rapid, irregular, and shallow. Eyes jerk rapidly in various directions. And limb muscles become temporarily paralyzed. There you go, the sleep paralysis. Heart rate increases and blood pressure rises. When people awaken during REM sleep, they often describe bizarre and illogical tales. These are dreams. This stage accounts for 20 to 25% of total sleep time. Again, what are dreams? Dreams are a universal human experience that can be described as a state of consciousness characterized by sensory, cognitive, and emotional occurrences during sleep. The dreamer has reduced control over the content, visual images, and activation of the memory. There is no cognitive state that has been as extensively studied and yet as frequently misunderstood as dreaming. That makes sense. Reports of dreams tend to be full of emotional and vivid experiences that contain themes, concerns, dream figures, and objects that correspond closely to waking life. These elements create a novel reality out of seemingly nothing, producing an experience with a lifelike time frame and connections. We all know what nightmares are. We have them. Nightmares are distressing dreams that cause the dreamer to feel a number of disturbing emotions. Common reactions to a nightmare include fear and anxiety. And that's another reason why your body is disconnected from the motor system so that you don't respond and, and injure yourself during sleep. They can occur in both adults and children, and children have what are called night terrors, and I'm sure that's what these things are. And the causes could include stress, of course, fear, yes, trauma, could be, emotional difficulties, illness, use of certain medications or drugs, yes, I took a sleeping pill one time because I couldn't get to sleep, and I took the pill one time 
one only, because it put me into sleep paralysis almost instantly. I couldn't move, couldn't react. Have you ever had a lucid dream? One that you were able to step into and somewhat guide to a conclusion. Lucid dreaming is when the dreamer is more aware that they are dreaming. They may have some control over their dream. This measure of control can vary between lucid dreams. They often occur in the middle of a regular dream when the sleeping person suddenly realizes they are dreaming. Some people experience lucid dreaming at random, while others have reported being able to increase their capacity to control their dreams. What goes through our minds just before we fall asleep could affect the content of those dreams. For example, during exam time, students may dream about course content. That's sad. People in a relationship may dream of their partner. Yeah, it makes better sense. Web developers may see programming code. Now that's just disgusting. These circumstantial observations suggest that elements from the everyday reemerge in dreamlike imagery during the transition from wakefulness to sleep. Now, I, I say that's a bad thing to have programmers dreaming in programming code, but it's not all bad because that may be where some gains in, the, in programming are, are gathered. They may dream of something that will work to solve a problem. People dream of characters. Studies have examined that characters appear in dream reports and how the dreamer identifies them. A study of 320 adult dream reports found 48% of characters represented a named person known to the dreamer. Makes sense. 35% of characters were identified by their social role. For example, a policeman. Or relationship to dreamer, such as a friend or family member. 16% were not recognized. Uh, in the course of a day, you meet many people, and I mean meet as in pass by, see, observe, many people that you don't know, so that makes sense. Among the named characters, 32% were identified by appearance. 21% were identified by behavior. 45% were identified, wait a minute, behavior. Now isn't that sad that one-fifth of all the people you meet in your dreams you can identify because of the way they act? Maybe it's time to sample out your friends. 45% were identified by race. 44% were identified by just knowing. One of those things you can't explain, you, you just know who it is. Elements of bizarreness were reported in 14% of named and generic characters. Some of the people I know, yeah, they can be pretty bizarre. And I'm sure that many of the people I don't know can really be bizarre. Another study indicated the relationship between dream emotion and dream character identification. Affection and joy were commonly associated with known characters and were used to identify them even when these emotional attributes were inconsistent with those of the waking state. 
Two types of memory can form the basis of a dream. Some themes are familiar to many people, such as flying, falling, and arriving late. Don't you hate having that falling dream when you wake with a start because you've hit, or you wake up before you hit? The 55 themes identified are school, teachers, and study. That's sad to think about that. Being chased or pursued. That's in the nightmare phase. Sexual experiences. And some of those can go pretty far. Falling. Arriving too late. A living person being dead. A dead person being alive. Flying or soaring through the air. Failing in examination. Being on the verge of falling right at the edge of a cliff, being frozen with fright, being physically attacked, being nude. I never really dreamed about being naked, but when I was a kid, I would have dreams that I was running around a football game in just my tidy whities And I didn't seem to re, you know, regard it as anything odd. Eating delicious food. Oh, I wish I had more dreams like that. Swimming. Okay, if you're if you're kind of in that state where you're you feel like you're floating, I can see where swimming would come in. Being locked up. I don't think I've ever done a criminal act even in my dreams. You dream about insects or spiders. There you go with nightmares again. You get a cumulative case of the willies sometimes. Being killed. That could go along with my motorcycle dream. Losing teeth. Now that's kind of strange. Being tied up, restrained, or unable to move. Well, that can go a long way to different dreams. Being inappropriately dressed. There you go, like in my tidy whities at the football game. Being a child again. Trying to complete a task successfully. Being unable to find a toilet or embarrassment about losing one. Okay. You discover a new room in your house. Maybe that's where some of the mysteries come from. Having superior knowledge or mental ability. (laughs) Yeah. Losing control of a vehicle. There's my motorcycle again. Fire. Wild, violent beasts. Seeing a face very close to you. Now this has a lot to do with the paranormal people because people that say that they see a face right hovering over theirs, this could be part of that. Snakes, having magical powers. Oh yeah, I could just Harry Potter my way out of situations. Vividly sensing but not necessarily seeing or hearing a presence in the room. Again, there you go with the paranormal thoughts. Finding money. Talk about a pipe dream. Floods or tidal waves. Only if I have to go in the bathroom real bad. Killing someone. No, I don't think so. Seeing yourself as dead. Um, kind of tough to do. Being half awake and paralyzed in bed. Sleep paralysis. Natural occurrence.
People behaving in a menacing way. Yeah, that's part of your nightmares. Seeing yourself in a mirror. Okay. Um, I'll get that. Being a member of the opposite sex. Uh, a little far afield for me, but... Being smothered and unable to breathe. There we go back to the paranormal again. Encountering God in some form. I've never really had one of those, but okay. Seeing a flying object crash, maybe. Earthquakes. Seeing an angel. Part animal, part human creatures. Tornadoes or strong winds. Being at the movies. Seeing extraterrestrials. Traveling to another planet. Being an animal. Seeing a UFO. You know, some dreams and their themes change over time. For example, from 1956 to 2000, there was an increase in the percentage of people who reported flying in dreams. This could reflect the times and the increase in air travel. When they do neuroimaging studies on people and brain activity during REM sleep, scientists found that the distribution of brain activity might also be linked to specific dream features. Several bizarre features of normal dreams have similarities with well-known neuropsychological syndromes that occur after brain damage, such as delusional misidentification for faces and places. You've heard of people that know someone but they can't call them by name to save their neck. When you dream, how many of your senses do you use? Dreams were evaluated in people experiencing different types of headache. Results showed that people with migraines, which I have at times, had increased frequency of dreams involving taste and smell. Okay. Forgetting dreams. Studies of brain activity suggest that most people over the age of 10 years dream between four and six times each night, but most people rarely remember their dreams. It is often said that five minutes after a dream, people have forgotten 50% of it, increasing to 90% another five minutes later. That's a shame as many dreams are worth remembering and pursuing. Most dreams are entirely forgotten by the time someone wakes up, but it's not known precisely why dreams are so hard to remember. Perhaps because they are not real. They're just a figment of your imagination, if you will. Steps that may improve dream recall include waking up naturally and without an alarm, focusing on the dream as much as possible upon waking, writing down as much about the dream as possible upon waking, making recording dreams a routine, who remembers their dreams? There are factors that can potentially influence who remembers their dreams, how much of the dream remains intact, and how vivid it is. Who dreams? Everyone dreams, although we may not remember our dreams. At different times of life or during different experiences, our dreams might change. A study investigating anxiety dreams in 103 children aged 9 to 11 observed the following. Females more often had dreams containing anxiety than males. 
although they could not remember their dreams as often. Girls dreamt more often than boys about the loss of another person, about falling, about socially disturbing situations, about small or aggressive animals, family members, and other female people they may or may not recognize. Studies comparing the dreams of pregnant and non-pregnant women showed that infant and child representations are less specific in women who were not pregnant. Among those who were, these images are more likely in the late third trimester than in the early third trimester. Dreaming about the baby you're carrying. During pregnancy, dreams are more likely to include the themes of pregnancy, childbirth, and fetuses. Childbirth content was higher in the late third trimester than early. Well, I thought we said that. The group who were pregnant had more morbid elements in their dreams than those who were not. Here's a good question for you. Do you dream in color? Do you dream in black and white? Do you mix it up? Younger people, it's said, are more likely to dream in color. Well, that makes sense. A little bit more vivid imagination. Researchers discovered in a study that about 80% of participants younger than 30 dreamed in color. At 60 years old, 20% said they dreamed in color. The number of people aged in their 20s, 30s, and 40s dreaming in color increased through 1993 to 2009. Researchers speculated that color television might play a role in the generational difference. Another study using questionnaires and dream diaries also found older adults had more black and white dreams than the younger participants. Now, I don't know if I dream in color or in black and white. I'm assuming color because I know I remember certain colors in my dreams. But I don't know that I've ever dreamed in black and white. Older people reported that both their color dreams and black and white dreams are equally vivid. But the younger participants said that their black and white dreams were of poorer quality. Can dreams predict the future? Some dreams may seem to predict future events. I had a weird dream one time that I was parked on the street in my hometown. It was a busy day, which is not normal for that town anymore. I happened to be driving the car that I had at the time. But I was standing outside of my car, and I looked down, and my jeans were on inside out. Which, I don't know, maybe I just ate something wrong. But there was like a, a an eclipse going on, so the sky wasn't right, and the coloring was all yellowish. And then all of a sudden, with the clap of thunder, I awoke, or came out of the dream. I don't know what that was all about. It was just a weird dream. Researchers claim to have evidence that, yes, it could be possible that dreams can predict the future. It said that Abraham Lincoln dreamed about his not finishing out a second term. It's also said that John Wilkes Booth's mother dreamed that he would wind up killing the president. They have evidence of this, but they, it's not really provable. Most often, it seems to be due to coincidence a false memory, 
or the unconscious mind connecting together known information. Making a supposition? Dreams may help people learn more about their feelings, beliefs, and values. Images and symbols that appear in dreams will have meanings and connections that are specific to each person. People looking to make sense of their dreams should think about what each part of the dreams mean to them as an individual. So if you're a real dreamer, uh, you dream a lot, you have a lot of dreams that you can remember parts of, start writing them down. Write them down when you wake up uh, as much as you can. Uh, as for me, I probably couldn't do that simply because I'm in a haze for a good while after I wake up. Happy dreams, everybody. It's all I can say. Well, that's the show for this week. Thanks for being along for the ride. I want to remind you that on Mondays, Aaron Hunter brings you Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. Aaron reads listener stories, mostly ghost stories, sometimes UFOs, sometimes cryptids. On Tuesday, Aaron Frail brings you Aaron's Horror Show, different things that he's written. He reviews movies, books, things like that. On Wednesday, it's me, Terry from Texas, with Terry's Mysterious Moments, where we talk about just about anything there is to talk about. And at the first weekend of the month, we have video from The Witching Hour and Unexplained Cases. Aaron has instituted a new area called Entertaining Short Films. That's exactly what they are. They're just short stories, nothing in particular, no particular genre, just entertaining. Remember that you can go to your app store, whether you have Apple or Android, download the RPA app, which is a black square with a blue eye in the middle of it. Download that to the device that you listen to the program on. Install it, and when you open that up, you can go straight to the Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and its network. So all the all the stories that are involved with RPA are there, so you don't have to go hunting for them. If you want to contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments, you can do that on the Facebook page, and it's called Terry's Mysterious Moments, or you can email me at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. Contact me if you want to. Let's talk about some things. That's about it. We'll be back again. Listen to the other shows. Have a good week, everybody.